Support for WRFA is brought to you in part by the United Ways of Chautauqua County. United Way is a nonprofit organization that mobilizes the community to help every person and family improve their lives. Donations to the United Way stay 100% locally in our community and get invested in more than 40 community-based programs. These programs help students achieve academic success, families to be self-sufficient and financially stable, and vulnerable households to get their basic and emergency needs met. The United Ways of Chautauqua County, proud supporters of community radio in Jamestown, New York. To learn more, visit uascc.org or call 716-483-1561. You've been listening to Community Matters. The second annual Chautauqua Book Read is underway, and we welcome representatives from the Jamestown YWCA to tell us more. The second annual Chautauqua Book Read is coming up right now, and the book that is being focused on is called Under the Skin, The Hidden Toll of Racism on American Lives and on the Health of Our Nation by Linda Villarosa. This is a book that has been nominated by the New York Public Library as a finalist for the 36th Annual Helen Bernstein Book Award for Excellence in Journalism, and it's also a finalist for Columbia Journalism School and Neiman Foundation for Journalism and Harvard University's Lucas Prize Project. So we do have two people here to talk about this annual book read. We have YWCA Jamestown's Executive Director, Amanda Giesing, and we have the Chautauqua Book Read Project Coordinator, Danica Olson. So welcome to both of you. Thank you so much for having us. Yes, thank you. So as I mentioned, this is the second annual book read. So uh, Amanda, how, how did the first book read go last year? Uh, last year we read the book um, cast and it was a um, phenomenal event we had over 200 individuals sign up to pledge to either read the book um, and or attend the in-person meetings uh, we had in-person book discussions throughout the county and um, unfortunately of course as COVID often seemed to do last year it kind of reared its head at the time that the discussions were going on so um, we had several people who were not able to attend the in-person discussions as planned because of COVID um, but we still had quite a great turnout at each of our sites, um, which is really what promoted us to do this again this year. Um, we had so much positive feedback from the community. They enjoyed the opportunity to collectively read a book and then have those discussions. And so um, we got together with the Chicago Institution again this year and said, um, let's do it again. Mm-hmm. What was something you learned from from doing this book read last year? Like, what were you f- hearing from the participants in terms of the that experience? Yeah, they really appreciated the opportunity to just have um, honest dialogue with their peers around um, racism and systemic racism, and the opportunity to just collectively process the information and um, do a little deeper dive, um, and really just have that conversation. Um, with trained facilitators who were able to help facilitate that conversation. And it was, um, a, it, it wasn't a negative conversation. It wasn't um, accusatory. It was really just about understanding our history and then focusing on what we can do as a community um, to support individuals in the future. Mm-hmm. So now looking at this year, why was this book chosen? Well, as you mentioned, um, Linda Villarosa's Under the Skin has a lot of accolades, a lot of um, awards behind it. And you always know that awards follow good literature. So that's one big aspect. But what's nice is that it illuminates some really large and historic systemic issues. And then Linda Rose, Villarosa 
provides specific examples. She actually, you know, talks about a woman named Danielle who lived near a toxic waste site and developed brain cancer. So that's the environmental racism side of things. She talks about um, how black women are disadvantaged in our health system in terms of maternity rates and infant mortality rates. Um, I'm sorry, mortality rates and infant mortality rates. Um, And she gives specific examples of birthing trauma, um, not only from a doula's perspective, but also from um, patients' perspectives. So she provides real life experiences. As we know, some people need that personalized view to believe that something is true and not just a conspiracy that's made up. So she provides that concrete evidence as well as the personal touch. I mean, there is reference after reference. The whole book is about 213 pages, and then there's another like 50 pages of references if you want to continue your anti-racism education journey. And this is a book I think she was writing it before the pandemic started, right? Correct. It it stemmed from a larger article that she had published. She had worked worked for Essence magazine um, as a as a writer, um, I, mostly on opinion pieces. But then it stemmed from an article that she wrote. I apologize. I don't remember the specific name of the article. <laughs> so, oh, or, and so the funny thing, I guess I wouldn't say not funny in a haha way, is that. When I was looking into the book and kind of the background of how it came to be that, uh, so she, a lot of her data she was using was from, like I said, before the pandemic. And it sounds like what she since has learned that the pandemic just has exacerbated what she's already been learning within the black community, but also seeing how we're seeing other communities being affected as well. Correct. Um, I mean, there is an intersectionality of this, um, it, with, you know, the height of George George Floyd was right at the height of the pandemic. Um, And so though racism has gotten a spotlight, our medical field has suffered. A lot of our our healthcare workers are already exhausted. And when you add on the lens of weathering, um, which is a term that's used in this book, that's just that overall effect of racism on black bodies the fact that you know they have higher risk for certain health issues they have more fatigue so it has exacerbated has been exacerbated by the pandemic and so a lot of our great healthcare workers who are members of the black community have left the field um so that's one angle that has has suffered i guess one other angle that um just came out if i could find my reference really quick so um in june of 2022 the american nurses association issued an apology for purposely denying membership to black nurses from 1916 to 1964. so i feel like that was a pivotal moment because a major organization admitted admitted systemic racism so now all of a sudden that will allow i feel like um, barriers to come down and maybe more research to become available you know our black community has been claiming um, prejudice and discrimination for centuries and now all of a sudden I feel like more organizations are going to be held accountable and so a lot of things that had been swept under the rug pre-pandemic I feel like you're going to start coming um, out into the light. Mm-hmm. And with a lot, there's a lot of information you're talking about here. And the great thing is that the reason we're talking about it is that people can have an opportunity to read this book and talk about them 
with others. So this is what the, you know, the whole purpose is. Right now we're kind of in the sign-up part of and reading part of this uh, book read, right? Yes, yep, absolutely. Yeah, so right now um, you can go online to um, ywca.com and go to our events page or our um, CHQ book read page to learn more about the, the event and register for one of the book read sessions. We have multiple sessions both day and evening at multiple locations throughout um, the community that you're able to elect to participate in. Um, and then you would just, between now and April, because the, the, the community conversations are in April, is just your opportunity to read the book. Um, and the book is really going to just help um, readers understand the relationship between race and medicine um, and really help make that um, connection between our history and the systems of, of oppression and racism um, and how that affects health. So um, it really will be a great um, experience, uh, an eye-opening book for sure. And then the conversations, I think, um, are just going to be phenomenal to be able to just have that conversation with our peers about those things. And uh, our library system does have this book? Correct. And if you also are struggling with um, getting the book, we had a generous donation from Zonta Jamestown, and we have nine books available at our office. So please reach out to uh, YWCA Jamestown if you're in need of a book. Um, but the libraries have them on hold as well. And um, if you're willing to buy it, support our local bookstores and um, go get that book because um, the, you know it, it supports the author, it supports the bookstores, and it's really one of those books that if you can buy it, buy it because you're going to want to go back to it. Mm-hmm. And for listeners that you know, are wondering about the facilitation, I will disclose I am a facilitator for the Chautauqua Book Read. I was as well for last year. And one of the availabilities, if people are not comfortable uh, doing one of the facilitations in person, I am doing one of the Zoom facilitations. So, uh, so if you want to sign up and read the book and uh, be part of that, you'll just have to make sure you get the right day because i'm not telling you what day i'll be i'll be doing it but no i from my personal experience you know having read the book last year and i must admit i have not started the book this year yet uh i did feel like i learned a lot last year uh there are things that you think you know and then you and this is why we read is that you learn more and i think this kind of gets into the point of it it's like why why are we doing this you know why why is this important for us or why is this something that your organization is leading. Yeah, the YWCA Jamestown is dedicated to um, eliminating racism and empowering women um, and promoting peace, justice, freedom, and dignity for all. And uh, this book hits at that intersection of our entire mission. And um, this is an opportunity for us um, to help people understand why YWCA USA has really been um, at the forefront of getting the community to understand and declare that racism is a threat to our public health and is a public health crisis. So that racism is a public health crisis and that is something that YWCA USA um, and many YWs um, throughout the nation are working with their local governments to get that declaration made. And these discussions are really gonna give participants the opportunity to discuss um, how that structural racism plays a large role in determining the conditions in which people are born um, and those outcomes from that racism and and where they were born. So um, together as a community, we'll be able to understand how these factors affect people's access to quality housing and education and and, and ultimately health. So it's, it's really um, a great opportunity for our community to just have open and honest dialogue um, and learn just a little bit. And then this isn't, once we do this facilitations in April, that's not the end of this. If all goes well, you're looking at doing something that this summer with Chautauqua Institution as well. Correct. So the author will be coming to Chautauqua Institution 
Um, Danica, do you have it? Yes, it's <laughs> Thursday, July 20th for the 3.30 lecture. And this uh, event is free to Chautauqua County residents. Um, if you go to chq.org, all of the tickets are available there. I believe you're meant to make reservations by July 11th, but um, they are accepting walk-ins when you get there too. You just have to flash your Chautauqua County ID so that they know you are a resident. Um, but that will allow you a free all-day gate pass to be able to go to that 10 a.m. lecture um, or 1045 lecture as well as the 2 p.m. lecture and then of course to see Linda Villarosa at 330. Mm -hmm. and, and I would just add that there's some um, other amazing things kind of in the works right now um, with a lot of the women's organizations within Chautauqua County. We're looking at possibly um, offering a lunch opportunity. Uh, typically this day is YWCA day for those that support YWCA, where we go to um, the Chautauqua and collectively as a group um, eat lunch together so that we can have even more deeper conversation. Um, and right now we're working with the Women and Girls Coalition and a few other women's clubs um, and groups to look at having a larger women's uh, lunch in that day as well. Wow. And also, if I remember right, Parking can be free too, but you have to register by a certain date. Yes, I believe that's the July 11th date. <clears throat> Which, you know, for anybody who is, uh, has the opportunity to go to Chautauqua Day, I think last year, unfortunately, with uh, losing the speaker, I think they still had the day for people who want to come from Chautauqua County, but that's a nice opportunity for people who maybe maybe look at and say, well, I'm not sure if I want to go, you know, the costs associated, and this is a way I guess, to make it more accessible for sure. I have to say that on a personal note, the YWCA Chautauqua County Day last year was a pivotal moment for me. I met a lot of really amazing people. I heard great discussions. Um, I made some really lasting friendships that um, are some of the most supportive groups um, that I am currently in. So um, come, make new friends, learn a thing or two. <laughs> So to just reiterate again, uh, where can people sign up for, for the Chautauqua Book Rate? So if you go to ywcajamestown.com forward slash CHQ book read, you can register for one of the 13 book discussions that are being held from April 17th through April 28th throughout the county. As Amanda mentioned, there are eight of them in person and four of them are, uh, I'm sorry, nine of them in person, we added one, and four of them via Zoom. Um, so you're encouraged to go ahead and sign up or at least check out the website. Um, we do have over 20 partnering community organizations and sponsors. So learn about the different groups that are committed to anti-racism and in our county. And then the last thing is an, invite a friend. Great. Anything either of you would like to add? Oh, thank you for having us here in this opportunity to um, spread awareness about um, not only the wonderful book, but um, systemic racism and um, the effects on health. Okay. Amanda and Danica from the Jamestown YWCA, thank you so much for being here with us. Thank you. Thanks.